as you walk through the valley of the shadow of hell, you will realize that there is something ahead. Something that lurks behind the dark veil. A veil that is beyond our own comprehension. What's up, guys, and welcome back to Beyond, Beyond the Void. Void Horror Podcast. Happy Halloween, everybody! Happy Halloween. Yeah, I hope you guys are going to have a great Halloween this week. Um, getting all the candies, all the horror movies that all you probably candies. watch every week anyway. So Carve all the pumpkins. That's right. It's episode 114, and we're going to be talking about two movies, Sleepaway Camp 1 and Sleepaway Camp 2. Well, it's Sleepaway Camp and Sleepaway Camp too. Yay! Yeah, so th- this is uh, some pretty interesting movies. We weren't too sure what we wanted to watch before, you know, saying uh, hey, we're going to be back in a week or so because if you guys don't already know, after this episode, we're going to be taking a break for a week, so there will not be an episode next week, but stay locked to our social media. I'll post some, like, fun things that maybe happened in the background or something and, like, point out some episodes that you guys might want to check out uh, while we're doing that, but we are getting a break! Oh my god. <laughs> we got some guests lined up too, by so the way. I've reached out to uh Brandon from Red on You Podcasts and uh also there's a new one in the mic of madness. Um there's a buddy here in town who I met at the convention. Uh his name is Jason Smith and and he started a new podcast uh up uh, that uh we might have on too. So Dope. got a few people lined up. I don't know what we're gonna be doing with that. <laughs> and we're gonna eventually finish the howling part uh eight or Ugh. seven. Seven and, Seven eight. and eight. Oh God. I don't want to. The hell ride that's gonna be. But uh how about you? What's up with you this week? You do anything different? Did you have any fun excursions? I was like, did I? You no. went to a wedding or something, didn't you? Uh that was two weeks ago. Yeah. Um You just posted pictures, that's why I said that. Yeah. So yeah, I went to our good friends Mark and Sydney Squidney. That's what I call her, Squidney. <laughs> um they got married up in Flagstaff. Nice. Which was super awesome because it was just it was a fucking blast first of all i mean it was storming and pouring rain the entire time but oh my god it was dope so it didn't matter it was like super cold and i was like i get to wear a really nice jacket <laughs> for once like i'm taking advantage and i didn't take it off did so you get shit faced up there yeah and who did don't. mouse drive home uh we came home in the morning oh, and okay. mouse did drive home because i ended up having the most fucking hellacious migraine i've ever had in quite some time Ugh. so and that was associated with the alt- altitude change oh and yeah so it was like all this pressure and also like the weather for one and the altitude change like so it was just like my whole face was just like i don't know felt like i had a 1800 balloons blowing up in my head simultaneously Jeez, dude, it i was sympathize horrible so i literally like 
threw up the entire way home. Because like when I get really, really, really bad migraines, like I get nauseous. Dude. So then that coupling with the winding roads on the way home from Flagstaff, I was basically just sitting in the car heaving the entire way. So poor mouse. Like. Yeah. And guys, by the way, if you've never had a migraine, oh, it's a fucking treat. Yeah. And you're like, oh, these people are old as fuck. I don't want to listen to this. <laughs> I've had migraines since I was like 15. It's so. going to happen to you. You're going to feel like fucking utter shit. You feel like you're dying. Mm-hmm. You you feel the most uncomfortable feeling that you've ever felt. It's almost like I always think of it as like feeling like you're dying of dehydration mm-hmm. because you feel so nauseous. and it's awful. It's, it's just so terrible. Like your head's pounding. You can't, you, like sometimes you can fall asleep if you just try really hard. Yeah. If you just wish on a star. I wish on a star. <laughs> and that, a wishbone. That's probably the best way to get rid of it. But then I usually drink coffee. No, I have to. Honestly, like I get them so bad we're breathing. That sucks. And like, some people get them really bad. I gotta be in like pitch black. I can't move. Like, I have to stay completely still, and my breathing has to be super shallow. Otherwise, it just pounds even worse. And then I'm super nauseous, or I'm throwing up. Either or. Yeah, I dry heave a lot. That's fun. Yeah. So if I like, (laughs) so I have to take like medication. I literally was like, I'm gonna fucking die. I don't know what's going on with my body. Like, I had no idea what a migraine was. So, like, when I was really young, I remember, like, oh, it's just a headache. What are you complaining about? My mom would be like, I have a migraine. And I'm like, I don't know what that is. You know, like, I've had headaches. It's not that bad. It's like, all you got to do is just, like, cut open your arm and let out the demon. (laughs) (laughs) Can they, like, drill into people's heads and shit when they had that fucking stuff? You have a demon. Do cocaine about it. It's fine. (laughs) Whatever. Yeah. he's Oh, he's just possessed. We're just just drilling into his skull. So it's not a big deal. (laughs) Like with a hand cranked one, you know? So Uh, stupid. I know. I actually had somebody, like, tell me... Uh, give, like tell me literally like something to try is just masturbate. Oh my god! And I was that like, would be the last thing I would be thinking about, right? But I'm like, when like the endorphins and shit that's released into your system after you climax <laughs> is something that can reverse. I immediately picture myself dry heaving on the toilet while jerking off, and it's just kind of. <laughs> I told her I was like I don't know if I could physically like make myself perfect do that, timing. But, like it's it's easier for a girl I think like if you just get a good vibrator maybe if you just fine. get like a like a little magazine rack that you can set up stuff and just like hey there we go well, it's yeah. get your little little iPod up I can just lay in bed with a vibrator and be done with it it's fine oh it's more in, it's more like intensive for you than it is for me but but by the way I'm guys, gonna try it next time yeah. I'm just saying this so. is an 18 plus uh, yeah. <laughs> podcast by the way. <laughs> masturbation <laughs> you're welcome uh, as much as i don't want to leave that in i'm totally <laughs> leaving is, that in oh please do <laughs> so this is the one of those rainbow like the more you know yeah moments <laughs> you're welcome everyone <laughs> anyway you all think about us masturbating while dry heaving and having migraines <laughs> Anyway, guys, uh, now that we've derailed off into the jerk off and heave uh, territory, uh, maybe we should uh, jump right into uh, jerk off and heave. (laughs) Now we're going to segue into one of the things that definitely makes us want to jerk off and heave. (laughs) So uh, buckle the fuck up and uh, let's get ready for Horseshots! (laughs) 
So, guys, if you don't already know, we like we mentioned, we're watching Sleepaway Camp 1 and 2. And uh, in the movie, there is a... In the first one, there is a scene where a pedophile is cooking corn and being awful creepy towards uh, one of the main stars, Felissa Rose character, Angela. And uh, so... You know, we, you know, I don't want to spoil anything for you, but let's just say somebody pulls a chair out and dumps all this hot boiling water all over him and uh, next to the corn. And then it's a pretty cool scene from the tallest pot I've ever seen. In yeah, my entire that's like life. an industrial strength uh, corn cooking corn boiler, <laughs> which is the name of the shot, guys. It's actually called a coin coin boiler. No, <laughs> I can't talk. Corn boiler. Uh, say that five times real fast. Corn boiler. Corn bo- nope. Yep. <laughs> tongue twister. Uh, so you're going to basically, this is a rimmed shot, um, as would he be with, uh, uh, never mind. <laughs> I'm like, oh, we just transitioned from jacking off to driving, and it's like, this is a rimmed shot. <laughs> and I'm like, excellent. Uh, uh, <laughs> yeah, but you're going to want to put vanilla frosting on the rim of this. <laughs> Uh, before you actually um, put the juice and stuff inside. Uh, this is getting really weird. Um, you're going to put... what? What's in a corn boiler, you might be asking yourself as you're puking in the toilet and child's, jerking off. Child's tears and jizz. <laughs> That's what's in it. Uh, you're basically going to be putting in a fourth of a shot of grain alcohol. You're going to put in another fourth of a shot of any kind of vanilla rum that you can find. We picked Admiral Nelson's because, you know, this is kind of a knockoff sort of uh, movie. So we figured (laughs) that's what I thought. So a fourth of green, fourth of Admiral Nelson's vanilla rum. And then you're going to put in about a half of dad's root beer on top of that. And when you drink this, you slam it and uh, open your mouth and hiss like a creature of some sort to your company. So... Or just do it straight into their butthole. It's fine. <laughs> you really don't have to put your ding dong out if you don't want to. Please so don't do worry. It. Please fucking do it. And like, ladies, just print out a picture of a ding dong if hey, you don't have one to use. Ma, where you going? Now fucking it, we're having a drink. <laughs> it's a family entertainment situation. like <laughs> If you're looking to do a fucking corn boiler, all you got to do is go to fucking longlivethevoid.com and check out our hashtag horror shot section now. That's it for horror shots. <laughs> so it's been a little while. We are definitely coming back into what we like to call the fucking news. Here is the fucking news. We're back to do the news, and in the news this past week, there's been some pretty good ones. One, some for me in particular, uh, one bad one in particular as well. So, first of all, Peter Jackson was on the Empire Film podcast, and uh, I have to talk about this, guys, because it is my sworn duty as a fan of the Brain Dead, aka Dead Alive movie, as well as Bad Taste and Meet the Feebles. Apparently, they got a little out of him. They were talking about his new documentary that they were doing. Um, it's it's about World War One, and, like, they had to take all this old film and footage and stuff and try to, like, revitalize it into, like, 4K and shit. And so they're using this whole new process to take film that wasn't 30, 
35 millimeter and turn it into 35 millimeter. And they went into this really long explanation, which, by the way, guys, if you haven't listened to this podcast, I'll put a link down below. Excellent stuff. Peter Jackson was asked, so, uh, you know, with this new process that you got for the documentary, it's pretty safe to say that you're going to be bringing out some uh, bad taste, dead alive, things like that. And he was like, oh, yeah. So apparently he is, they are working on Brain Dead, a.k.a. Dead Alive, Bad Taste, and Meet the Feebles for a 4K transfer. Like, what the fuck? Sweet. I am fucking ecstatic about it. Like, literally, like, two years ago, I was, like, trying to get a hashtag going online, which I thought I was a lot cooler than I was. Uh, But it was Free Dead Alive, and uh, it didn't catch on. Uh, But. But, you know, the results are in and it worked. So (laughs) (laughs) two years later, the results are in. (laughs) I'm fucking uh, uh, ecstatic about this. I really am just like a huge fan of of Braindead, a.k.a. Dead Alive. They had better use the fully uncut version of that movie. I really fucking please, Peter Jackson, please. I was like losing faith in the man. I was like, is he just embarrassed about this shit? Is he not? Is it like a dirty stain in his carpet that he's just like swept the rug over, you know, like pulled the rug over? And he was like, oh, yeah, we, we don't sit in that area anymore, you know, like, but no, it, what it was is that the that bad taste in particular was shot on 16 mil and he was unable to do it in 35 mil, as you've probably heard us talk about on my birthday brain bash movie mm-hmm. or we talked about the movie somewhere. But uh, yeah, so he. He figured out this way to this new technique to make it look like 35 millimeter so it's all golden and they're gonna have that coming out apparently he owns the rights to all these movies as well so he bought them a long time ago so i thought it was maybe like the new zealand film commission or whatever that paid him for the movies like to make them because a lot of his films were literally paid by the New Zealand government. Huh. And, uh, but anyway, I'm super excited. If you guys are excited, please sound off in the comments uh, and uh, let me know how the jerk-off session goes. Uh, Basically. <laughs> in rather sad news, James Karen has passed away at, at the age of 94. If you're not sure who James Karen is... He was best known for his roles in Poltergeist. He was the real estate guy that uh, the father was dealing with when they were trying to get into these houses and stuff. Uh, and they were going to build over this graveyard. And he found out about, like, uh, they'd already moved the the graveyard, but they didn't really move the bodies, you know. Spoiler right. alert. Uh, so but spoiler it was, alert. he was in that. He also did Return of the Living Dead 1 and 2. Uh, he was the fucking guy that worked in the Unita uh, supply warehouse uh, with Bert, you know. Like, Bert. he's like, Watch your mouth if you like this job. Like this job? (laughs) Fucking, uh, but dude, it's really sad. He's done a lot of other fucking films, and uh, I didn't realize that he was 94 years old. That's crazy. It is crazy, man. Like, But he'll always be immortalized to me in those movies. And uh, I don't know. It's just sad to see somebody that, you know, maybe you didn't have on your wall as like your favorite, you know, star, but you're going to miss just right. this just the same because he was really good at what he did in my opinion. So, but if you guys are feeling that, lift your glass, have a drink for fucking James Karen. But yeah, guys, sad sad week this past week. I found out a day late too, so it kind of sucked. Uh also in the news, some sort of interesting news, probably divisive news is that they're making a Night of the Comet remake. 
Uh, if you've never seen that movie in particular, I would I would urge you to go check it out. It's actually kind of like an 80s silly apocalypse movie, which is pretty awesome in the same right. Like it's it's kind of like a women empowered uh, movie as well. So uh, if you're into that, it's uh, it's really kind of funny and silly. It's not perfect, but there's some charm to it. But apparently they picked a director, and that is Roxanne Benjamin, who did uh, like a part in, she did like a one of the anthologies called Southbound, uh, and I believe she was in XX as well. So she's going to be basically directing that. And I don't know, some people were torn on that, so they're not really sure if they want to see that or not. I was having a conversation with uh, a couple of people in uh, Do You Love Horror about it, because we were talking about, like, I don't think they're going to be able to nail that 80s feel, and they're going to try to make it nowadays. Mm. And that would turn us off, because that's, like, one of the things we love about it. Right. It's one of those, like, weird niche, like... 80s movies it's just like a little gem yeah well i mean it's highly possible like look at the success of everything recently that's all 80s based right well that's what i was thinking so i like i wrote the director congratulating her and saying you know hey i hope that you know you keep the 80s thing because that's like the backdrop of the apocalypse and that is just like really nice yeah uh so i don't know we'll see what it's like i'm not going to keep my hopes up for it but uh We'll see how it goes. What do you guys think? Do you are you interested in that? Also, in the news, looks like Robert England has been doing a lot of fucking Freddy Krueger stuff on the Goldbergs. He's been on there twice now, and uh, I think because of that, combined with the success of Halloween, I think he's having a little bit of the '80s rebirthing uh, boom that we're having right now in horror. And uh, it looks like he is ready to do Nightmare on Elm Street one more time. Yay. So I don't think that this is a bad thing. I think it could be good. Uh, is it going to be a perfect movie? Probably not. I wonder what kind of story they're going to tell with this one now. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I hope they're not going to go back. Yeah. Just keep moving forward, guys. I mean, plenty of opportunity. It's been 15 years since Robert England played Freddy Krueger, believe it or not, in a feature film. That's crazy. So that's that's a long time. Uh, but he said, I'm too old to do another Freddy you know, now that was like last year, apparently. And ever since he did the Goldbergs, I think he just caught that Freddy bug, you know, and was like, oh, you know what? I feel like that. And then in the, like the recent last year of like the convention circuits and stuff, too, that he's been doing is probably like, holy shit, this franchise is still booming. And you know what? I, I Another thing I really think is is, is kind of sad. They kind of did the whole box set for the fucking Freddy movies. The, the the prints and the transfers and they were really shit and the box and everything is just garbage like <laughs> I'm like fuck dude this is fucking Nightmare on Elm Street don't fuck that up you know everybody has their favorite franchise but if they made a new movie maybe they would put out a new box set that actually was worth a that fuck that doesn't suck dick yeah. right so cool. I think it was like the second Nightmare on Elm Street that was just like it was like losing resolution like throughout the whole fucking thing and That's I was annoying. like what the fuck is going on Anyway, guys, would you, I'm pretty sure most of you would be cool to see Robert England on there, but, yeah, you know, good. maybe there's some of you that don't. Robert actually said, you know, he'd never be Freddy again, but... Uh, Liar. Yeah. I mean, they. it's like kind of like how uh, Ash, you know, fucking Bruce Campbell and shit like that. So it was a fun ride, fellas, you know, whatever. Psych. <clears throat> but I don't blame him. I don't blame him at all. It's his it's most iconic role ever, and he loves it. So, but uh, speaking of uh, sequels... 
Um, we actually got a little bit of uh, Jamie Lee Curtis uh, that she's down to do another sequel for Halloween 2018, which I'm no. not really. I mean, I would I, I would hope we good, that Jamie. I, I love Jamie Lee Curtis. And I love her, too, but... I just don't know... We good. Yeah, she said there's a caveat that she would only do the sequel if David Gordon Green would direct it again. She said, if David Gordon Green called me up and said, let's do another Halloween, I would do another Halloween. Spoiler alert, by the way, she would be in the sequel. Um, <laughs> but she said that he did a really beautiful job creating this movie. Um so it, odds are, guys, we're going to see a sequel to this fucking movie already. It's already made enough money. It's it's like quadrupled its fucking money. Yeah. I think they spent like $10 million on the movie and then $10 million on advertising. So odds are we're going to get a fucking sequel whether we like it or want it or not. So <laughs> Probably, yeah. I, I, I did a little bit of a fucking thing in... Open up your buttholes and prepare yourself because it's going to happen. <laughs> Do You Love Horror, I actually posted a poll, which, by the way, if you guys don't already belong to Do You Love Horror, just go to the link below and you can follow to Do You Love Horror on Facebook and you can join a, a fucking amazing group of people. Everybody's really nice in there and we we, we talk a lot about horror, but it's uh, right now it's um, 14 to 1. Yeah. So oh, 14 votes yet. no. I haven't voted yet. <laughs> we'll vote. make that 15 to 1. Yeah. So f- 15 votes and 1. And I just posted this like like 2 hours ago. So Yeah, it was recent. But anyway, guys, that's it for the news. All right, guys. So now we're going to go ahead and jump into our sleepaway camp and sleepaway camp 2 unhappy campers. <laughs> right fucking now. All right, guys, so we're going to kick it off with the first one, obviously, that came out in 1983. Sleepaway Camp is a story of Angela Baker. A traumatized and very shy young girl is sent to a summer camp with her cousin. Shortly after her arrival, anyone with a sinister or less than honorable intention gets the comeuppance. It was, uh, yeah, I know, it's kind of a weird... What the fuck is a comeuppance? Comeuppance means you get what you deserve. I don't think I've ever... it's, ever heard that before i have many it's this, uh yeah, no. it's also like your just desserts just desserts yeah you get your it's 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 just in the desserts that you get and the yeah. deserving great you got it okay we're on board no i got it i got it the first time <laughs> okay i was just like i, I know i like come up and no it's adorable and i'm gonna use it all the time uh it's d- been directed written and produced by robert hilsick who also directed and wrote and produced return to sleepaway camp in 2008 and that's actually all he's done surprisingly interesting Practical effects in this movie and makeup were by Edward French, who has done a fuck ton of stuff, by the way. He's worked on Robot Holocaust for practical effects, Nightlife, FX2, which is actually really good stuff, uh, Star Trek VI, The Undiscovered Country. He did oodles of makeup work as well, as he's mostly known as a makeup uh, person. He's done Amityville 2, The Possession, Chud, 
The Stuff, Creep Show 2, House on Tombstone Hill, or some of you might want to call it Dead Dudes in the House. Let's not call that. Don't call it that or I'll hit you. Fuck you, trauma. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'll calm down. He also has done Terminator 2, Hellraiser Bloodline, Westworld TV show, the new one here, and many, many more. Some of the cast includes... <laughs> The charming and fucking hilarious Felissa Rose, uh, she plays Angela in this movie. This is her first role that she ever did uh, as a film actress. Uh, she, I believe she had done like commercials and stage acting and stuff like that, but we'll get into that more later. She's been in many horror movies since then. She's in uh, The Return to Sleepaway Camp as well. Nikos the Impaler, Satan's Playground, Psycho Sleepover, which is kind of like a throwback to this. Uh, Dead and Gone, Summer Camp Massacre, uh, Tales of Halloween, which is the anthology. Yep. Uh, Victor Crowley. She's yep. also in Death House, which is like that mega horror friends movie. It's kind of like the, what do they call it? The the Expendables, the horror, horror Expendables. version. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, she's filming a movie right now, too. I can't remember what it's called. Though. She's got a lot. But, I, you know, there's a lot. She's actually pretty active right now. So Yeah, she's fucking great. Also, it stars Jonathan Tiersten, who plays Ricky, her brother. He was in an episode of ABC After School Special, Return to Sleepaway Camp, the 2008 one we keep bringing up, and Lake of Shadows. It also stars Karen Fields, who plays Judy. Uh, she was in a short film where she reprises her role as Judy, by the way, from this movie. And that's it. Why? <laughs> I don't know. Fuck Judy. <laughs> <laughs> no, she was, I mean, she's kind of a bitch in the movie, but like... She's cool. Like I, th I, th I thought she would have done more. I don't know. Wonder what yeah, happened. Yeah, I mean, I mean, yeah, I don't know. She's probably a good person. Her character was a bitch. I but should say. Fuck Judy. Yeah, everybody's like oh, triggered. Okay. <laughs> uh, let's see. Also, it stars Christopher Colette, who plays Paul. He is been in movies like The Manhattan Project, The Langoliers, Roller Boys, The Hitchhiker TV series, plus Sleepaway Camp Four, The Purge TV series as a councilman. He's also done a ton of voice acting in anime shows and films and even games, too. So, uh, Also starred Mike Kellen, and I say starred because he played the character Mel, and uh, Mel was the camp owner. Yeah. And he was pretty old at that time. Uh, he's been around for a long time before this movie and uh, was in films like Midnight Express, At War with the Army with Dean Martin and Jerry Lewis, Just Before Dawn, another horror favorite, uh, slasher favorite, uh, the original Starsky and Hutch TV series, and plenty more, which, you know, he actually passed away shortly before the premiere of this movie on August 26, 1983. The movie released November 18th, That's 1983. Crazy. Yeah. So just literally weeks. So uh, also stars Catherine Cammy, who plays Meg, M E G, Meg. Uh, who Fuck was it? Meg, too. <laughs> Who was in All My Children TV show for an episode, which apparently Felissa Rose loved about her. She was excited. Uh, she was also in The Young and the Restless, Law and Order LA, Scorpion TV series, Bones. Um, but that's about it. What did you think about this film that we watched? Is this your first time seeing it? No, I've seen this movie a bunch. Okay. Um, I, first of all, this is one of my favorite fucking horror movies ever. Part of the fact of why I love it so much too is because Felissa Rose is just amazing. 
She's an amazing person. Oh, dude, so she's make, like great it, to meet. It makes me love it even more because she's just so excited about everything about yeah. the movie and just her fans in general. Yeah. That I'm just like, God damn it. Like, you're so cute. Dude, we had a good laugh with her at the fucking convention and she's, she even gave us a shout out. She's fucking magic, dude. Like, <laughs> she's fucking magic. Like, the first time I met her was several years ago, actually, at, at um, Mad Monster. And even then, she was just like the sweetest most like down to earth fucking person ever and she continues to be that now and i'm so excited that she's still working she's still active and she's like because she's smoking hot first of all (laughs) she is smoking hot and i hope she like continues forever like you know she's gonna be like a jamie lee curtis and just keep going right and going and i'm like i'm fine with this um very positive but this movie like and it's so it's so 80s you know, like it's so <laughs> yeah. like the from the shorts to the hair to how they talk and how they act and everything about it. But and it's but it's fun. Right. And it's a great slasher movie. And I felt like for me and I feel like most people, it's so predictable from the beginning of what's going on throughout the entire movie that they were like, we have to find some way to make it different. Yeah. And man, did they. I find a fucking way to make it different because this has one of the greatest reveals in horror yeah. if, of all time. Yeah. And it's still to this fucking day stands the same way. Yeah. There's... Like it's, it's, it's insane. And it's like such a fucking weird, eerie, creepy fucking moment that still now I look at and I watch and I'm just like, Ugh. like <laughs> you know, and, just, and everybody I think feels that way when they see it. Oh like, dude, that, like, that, that, that scene is going on. You know, you've seen this movie by the ending. You know what I mean? And yeah. it, it kind of ends abruptly, but it, it is pretty memorable. <laughs> yeah. You either, yeah. You'll know if you've seen this movie. If you're not sure, then I, you haven't seen it. I mean, you're you're going to remember it. I, I remember it when I, I... Honestly, I haven't seen it in years, like a long time. And I think I might have caught it on like well, one of the cable stations or like an extremely edited version. Yeah. <laughs> like somewhere on TV or, or something like that. doesn't make sense. Right. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, it's been a long time. I saw it as a kid and I remember being freaked out a little bit about it. And I think my parents didn't want me to watch it. You know what I mean? Because they, I think it was one of those like, oh shit, what is he looking at? Yeah. Well, you know, like. <laughs> I get that. <laughs> it's porn. Yeah. It's porn. My, it's a typical my dad's all dry heaving and humming. Dry heaving and jacking off. <laughs> Oh my god. Um, It's just, this is one of those 80s movies that just holds up and it will hold up for fucking ever. You know what I mean? Like, it's one of those that I, it's a classic to me and it's one of my favorites. It will always be one of my favorites. Not only because it, of the the end and how they end it and the super fucking unique and creative fucking way that they finished out this movie. Right. And, um, like, they came back from the fact of, like, I'm pretty sure everybody knows exactly who's killing all these campers. Like, it's not difficult to figure this out. Like, yeah. And they're just like, I mean, oh, you think you got the whole story, huh? Right. Psych? Like, let's throw this fucking monkey wrench, like, into the works. <laughs> like, figure that one out, motherfuckers. Like, congratulations, everyone needs therapy now. Like, Well, I, after knowing it, it I kind of knew where it was headed, you know? I knew from the beginning. Like, even the first time I watched the movie. I, I, like, why would they throw in that whole intro, you know? Yeah, I'm like, it's gonna go somewhere weird, but then by that point like you've like forgotten about that weird fucking aunt that reminds me of somebody i know and i like i don't know but it's fucking awesome i love this movie so much i was so excited when you were like i was thinking of doing sleepaway camp or i'm all sleepaway camp i don't give a fuck what the or is like we're doing sleepaway camp like yeah I, we, were we haven't originally... done this movie yet and i was like we have to do it 
We uh, we were thinking about doing uh, Slumber Party Massacre as well. I do love Slumber Party Massacre too. Yeah, though. they're kind of like in the same sort vein. of vein a yeah. little bit, you know. But for me, Sleepaway is like like you said, it's eighties to the T. You know, you got short shorts. All those shorts, though. Half shirts, bushy eyebrows, overacting, pedophiles, kids getting picked on, scorching male libidos, whitey tidies, band shirt shit. People, even like Judy, have their own fucking shirt with their own name I on loved it. it. Judy, <laughs> and I'm like, oh, that bitch. I know. They got, you know, child abuse, fake mustaches, and of course, dicks. You know, well, one famous one in particular one that we'll get to wiener. later on. Uh, uh, but seriously, honestly, like this movie is pretty damn good as a slasher that I, you know, barely remembered like all the stuff in between. Like I always remember the end <laughs> and like, I feel like that's everyone who's seen this movie. Right. Like I always, I like, I remember that she was always like staring and looking so weird all the time, you know, so that I remembered that, but uh, you know, it's been often compared to Friday the 13th because. Because it was camp, essentially trying to be Friday the Thirteenth. Yeah. So it, a it slasher at a summer camp, like cool, right? Anything like there's too many themes that are, that are similar. <laughs> anything that's done at a summer camp after Friday the Thirteenth is trying to be like Friday the Thirteenth, right? Like too. Well, I, I kept fans. thinking American Wet Hot Summer. Amer- yeah, wet, that, that's yeah. what it feels like to me. Yeah, like a little bit hot wet American summer. Yeah, or whatever. that's what like I mean. I'm like okay, so this is what it feels like to me with this with the murderer. You know what I mean? Like I'm like that feels more along that element than mm-hmm. Friday the 13th, but whatever. Well, this one has pretty inventive kills, too, which I really liked I, about it. Yeah. And some seriously, like, really great practical effects. It, it, like, it does a really good job of keeping you wondering who's up to the killing. Uh, you try to piece it together on your own. If you've never seen this movie, you'll be thrown off a little bit, I th- I would assume. Uh, especially, you know, for the time when they were doing this, this is like pretty fucking out there shit. Yeah. And without spoiling Lynn, the end, let's just say it is, like you said, one of the weirdest, craziest, most memorable reveals of a killer ever. Like, seriously, ever. <laughs> it, like, petrified me even watching it today. And I was like, oh, my God, I forgot about that. <laughs> like, not I didn't forget about the reveal necessarily, but just what was happening during the scene. Yeah, I forgot about the what leads up to it. Yeah, like, like there I was some remember. pretty freaky shit going on right there. And I was like, oh, my God. It's so good. But like you said it's definitely unique to me it's it's understandable why so many slasher fans hold this one dear uh because i mean you have how how could you ever forget it like how could you ever forget it plus it's not just about the end scene to me guys like i i really think that they did a really unique ideas with like kills and stuff Uh, the the special effects the practical effects in this are just so fucking good and creepy right and like it looks legit and like there's no reason there's no wonder why you know ed actually got his you know career doing a lot of this stuff like because he's really good it's fucking quality throughout from start to finish like it is it's quality and and once you've seen it i'm serious guys you're gonna it's gonna be etched in your brain for years to come forever definitely a movie that i had to see you know, I, 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 like I said, I seen this at an early age. I don't remember everything about it. I just remember, you know, the gist of it. So it was nice to watch again. I really enjoyed it. Um, but yeah, I think this, this is the role that, you know, this is what started her career, Felissa Rose. And, uh, she, <laughs> for the, for, for better or worse, however she would say it, I would say she would say it for the best. For the best. Yeah. Because well, she, every time she takes, if 
if people want to take a picture with her as Angela, she does the face. She does yeah. the face, yeah. and she still does the same fucking face, and it's still the, it's perfect, and it's. <laughs> And she like she loves talking about it, and that's one of the things that I appreciate so much about her. I love any opportunity I can like get to talk about how much I love Felicia Rose, to be honest. But she is very welcoming. Like, like more Instagram. If friends. you guys have ever been to a convention, <laughs> like you know, the, you you meet some of your heroes, and sometimes those heroes become zeros because the interaction with them, and you know, I think most people are pretty understanding that you know that you're you're sitting there all day long for three fucking days most times. You're tired. You're grumpy, you know, you want to eat, you don't want to sit there in this shitty chair. But you will never experience that with her. No. And she is just so just bubbling and, and fun and will crack jokes with you. So it's, you know, if you get a chance, you should just go check her out. It's like we're, we're, we're trying to suck her dick right now. But, I, it's uh, fine. I'll <laughs> suck her dick. I don't give a shit. I will suck your dick. Rose, it's fine. Like, and I'm sure she knows that. And by the way, guys, I want to point out, we we did a good job this time with the shot. We stayed away from the dick jokes uh, with our horror shot this week. Yeah, so. Adults. <laughs> I didn't want to be, but we were. Yeah, we did. I'm just glad Britney's here to defend me uh, from all this like raunchy behavior. I'll believe it if I say it. She I starts talk it about like dicks. <laughs> she starts it, and then it just um, it just um, it just spills out for me. Yeah, you just spills out all over the place. <laughs> just can't control it. But yeah, man, I, I have a lot of spoiler thoughts that I wrote down too this time too because I just wanted to point out That's some really fine. funny things. So we're gonna get into that then, right? But, but yeah, if okay, you guys cool. are a slasher fan and you haven't seen this, you owe it to yourself to see it. It is a knockoff, but it's 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 a. I don't want to say it's like a so bad, so good movie. I think it's just kind of its own thing. It's so unique. Even though it tried to be like something, it, it ended up actually doing its own thing. So I think that if you're into 80s movies and you haven't seen this especially, you need to watch it because I really did enjoy watching it. Uh, even though there, there's a lot of trivia on it too. So we'll get into a lot of that. But there's a lot of reasons why you should check it out anyway. But they have like fucking so many. There's like four plus return to sleepaway camp plus uh, i think there's another one that is kind of like i don't even know it's it's hard to follow this is like a franchise we should probably do after halloween but or howling i'm fine with that <laughs> so yeah guys after this you probably don't not going to want to listen if you haven't seen the movie uh some people go past it anyway because they're fucking rebels uh but uh, <laughs> uh one of the first things that uh, caught me off guard when i first started watching this and i'd forgotten about it was like the mom in the beginning of the movie. Oh, yeah. She I, I was like, about her. I don't know how I did, but I did. She was like, oh, my God. Wouldn't you just be the special one? Oh, and, her, her and I was like, is like, it going to be like this the whole time? Because this might be a little too much for me. Apparently, that was intentional. Mm -hmm. It was done intentionally. And she almost didn't want to do the job because Robert, the director, wanted her to act that way. And she was like, I just can't. I can't. Yeah, this is annoying. <laughs> <laughs> She even knew. <laughs> right? So, but did you, what did you think of her doing that, like, at the first? Yeah, she reminds me of somebody I know, so I was just, like... Just over-the-top acting. Yeah, and I'm like, this is this is crazy, but it, I don't know. At the same time, I'm like, I kind of like her. <laughs> I kind of like her. I don't know why, like, I want to punch her, but at the same time, I'm like, she's all right. One of the things I, I really tripped out about when I first started watching it, I was like, oh, yeah, we're watching an 80s movie, all right. Is the child molester thing? Oh, I totally forgot about that. Holy I think I, like, shit! That I was think creepy. I erased that from my memory because right, I didn't remember I any of that so much. And like just watching it yesterday, I was like, I don't remember any of that. 
dude, there's like this bigger guy. It's so gross. Uh, that the he's like he's like one of the cooks. There's like there's all these cooks sitting outside having a you know like a man talk. You know, just sitting outside while the the kids are showing up, mm-hmm. and uh, the casual sort of child molester looking white dude is like talking to the old man cook, and he's like saying like where I come from, we all call them baldies. Oh, gross. <laughs> Yeah, I, I wrote that out of my memory. <laughs> I was like, holy shit. I mean, it makes sense what happens to him. It makes you appreciate his death more because of it. It even like goes up to um, one of the girls, where like Angela, and's like, oh, well, hello, Angela. Aren't you a sweet cupcake? Or something like that. And I was like, ugh, God. It's disgusting. Um, but the, like the, the, the part that like really struck me as odd is like when the other cook, the older man, it was like, he's like, you're too old for them, though. <laughs> anyway, have fun raping. Yeah. And I was like, oh, my God, this is getting out of control. Yeah, it's so fucking <laughs> bizarre. And I'm like, ew. <laughs> but, I mean, they did that intentionally to make you enjoy his death. Right. Which is where he spills the... It's pretty great. Yeah, he gets the chair. He's, like, reaching up for something on top of this ginormous fucking pot of boiling water. That shit's, like, six feet tall. Yeah, it's pretty tall. Yeah, it was like it was almost six feet tall. It was like that five was a foot. Person. Yeah, that was the height of a normal person. Like pot of pot of boiling water. I was like, does that even exist? Right. Like, where'd you find that? <laughs> Maybe like military kitchen or something. Well, like he he like first of all he cor- he tries to corner Angela and he's like talking to her in this crazy creepy way and of course her brother says her apparently while okay. she was while he was talking in her face she was laughing. Because she said that he was just like a super nice guy in real yeah. life. It's like hard to be like. Yeah, he was like an intellectual. He was like a serious actor. He took everything that he did seriously. And uh, so he really was not, he was the opposite of of what people think of him. Because mm-hmm. a lot of people, when they watch that scene, they're like, fuck that guy. You know what I mean? <laughs> and rightfully so. Right. Like he spills the, like the chair, he's got this little stool he's standing on and the, the, you see arms pull the stool out and tug on it like three times and then it fucking falls and then he pulls the fucking pot on top of him and you see his hands like all melty and face all melty with like boils all over it. And like that shot of him, like with his arms from his eyes is really fucking cool. It is really cool. Like, I love that. That's my favorite shot in the whole fucking movie, you know, other than the very end, obviously, because it's just freaky. But that 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 just how his arms are up like that I thought was really cool and then the the, the makeup effects yeah. that they did on the guy with the boils like kind of like pulsating, pulsating. yeah like because they had bladders I guess mm. he said he used like gelatin or something like that in there so they're fucking magic like it's they're, it's so cool like it just looks legit and, the, and how he's screaming the whole time right like and then I love it because then the older cook comes in and like I was like why does everyone just stand and stare in this like no one helps anyone in this movie like just like when the dad drowns in the beginning well if you tried to help him up his skin would just peel off like well, just, but just like that's just like the the standing like theme in this movie is to just stand there and stare and not do anything about anything because right. like that's what happens in the opening scene when the dad and the kids get like run over by the boat and then like <laughs> the dad's it turns out to be boyfriend or whatever. Yeah, like, like, what are they doing? The stands boat's on the beach over. and like stares at that, stares at the girl as she's dying, and the boy as he's partially drowning, like, and does nothing. And I'm like, what is? <laughs> Why are you just staring? And he's not convincingly staring; he's just staring. 
like confused. <laughs> yeah, like what happened to? Uh, I'm like, can you not swim? I don't understand. What <laughs> like, happened to her? You know what I mean? You just see the life preserver. Yeah. Like fucking just all shredded. Right. So I'm like, did uh, she get hit by the boat, or did she? I'm confused, or did she just drown? I don't know what's happening. Dude, that whole setup was so long. Who's too. flailing? <laughs> like, yeah. When when they're like, she's like, let me drive, let me fucking steer the boat, and they're all drunk and shit, and I was like, oh, here we go. Yeah, someone's gonna die. Yeah. Five minutes later, they run over everybody with the fucking. <laughs> five boat. minutes later, <laughs> and that girl's like, somebody help! Like, bitch, you help. You're right there. <laughs> what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> See, it's standing theme, like. Just don't do anything. It's fine. Do you have another scene that you want to bring up? Um, There's just some funny things that I liked. I wanted to point out that I wrote down that I didn't want to go into depth, but just just to kind of give people a kind of a taste of what this movie's like. Yeah. So then the next victim mm. is that was so weird. <laughs> <laughs> is that I don't remember the kid's name. Some fucking jack off like that fucks with Angela when they're in the mess room. They're trying to get all the girls to go skinny dipping with them. And it's like 15 dudes. And then like... Oh, yes. The kid under the boat. Yeah. And nobody wants to go skinny dipping with these dudes. And then all these dudes just like take off their pants. and They're whitey tighties. They're white butts. No, those are their butts. No, but they're pulling down their whitey... Everybody wears whitey tighties in the 80s. I just remember the butts. They didn't wear boxers back then. There were so many butts. Like (laughs) between the, the fucking guy that was wearing the tightest, shortest shorts I've ever seen in my life to... The dudes and their white butts. I'm like, Jesus. <laughs> so then he ends up going out on a, like a solo canoe ride in the midnight. Yeah, well, he, he takes one of the girls out. Yeah. He somehow convinces one of the yeah, girls. some chick to go out with them. And then they flip the boat, right? He rocks the boat. She's yeah. like, stop, stop. And then he and then they tips it over, thinking it might, I guess, bring them closer together. And she yeah. just swims she just off. She swims away. Yeah. And, well, he, and, and then he's like calling her name under the fucking boat when it's capsized. Yeah. It's weird. Like the, the whole leading up to that scene is kind of strange because it's like a, a little bit of a mystery when it's happening. But then the kid's missing. They can't find him. Um, and this Billy or whatever the fuck his name is is like cleaning up the beach and shit and like all mad because he has to do it and he goes to flip the boat over and then in there is that kid and he's like got a snake coming out of his mouth and shit a water snake and he's like all zombified and fucked up looking and he that makeup work though was like that's one of my favorite scenes specifically because of how he looks. Right. Yeah. No. Yeah. Like the gums are peeling back off his teeth and right. shit. Right. They did I'm a like, full body mold on him to do that. It's amazing. Yeah. It's absolutely fucking incredible for the time that they did this, like where, you know, special effects and stuff were. Yeah. There was, was uh, so good. There was some of the like little kitschy, like fun things that were in the movie that I was just like, oh, 80s, you know? Oh, yeah. First of all, like, you know, being Italian back in the 80s was like the big thing, you know what I mean? Like, and there's that big guy who was like one of the, he's like wearing the half shirt and they're like out doing, uh, what is it, uh, capture the flag or whatever. Was it when they were playing the baseball game? Yeah, and he was all like, he was like, they're, he's like teaching him and he's like, all right, the counselor's like teaching him and he says, all right, gangsters. <laughs> just fucking lost it at that point dude i just i can't with all those i'm like really (laughs) why are you wearing a crop top and your little shorty shorts i don't understand (laughs) some of the some of the dialogue in this was kind of bad but you know it's funny because it's like i don't know because it's just it works it doesn't matter it's done seriously and i think it's a serious slasher but there's some funny shit in it you know what i mean Mm -hmm. like like what was it judy's like all pissed off that 
like Angela's getting attention from somebody or whatever. Yeah, from that boy. I'm like, what yeah. The fuck is her like, I was like, what's going on? Like, why is she jealous? I'm like, and Christina's like, typical girl. Yeah, <laughs> that's what she said. Bitches be crazy. <laughs> and uh, she's like, uh, Judy goes, she's bare down there. A real carpenter's dream. dream. Light as a board and needs a, a screw. screw. I, know. <laughs> I was like, oh god. <laughs> she's so weird. Like, I mean, I, these uh, are supposed to be like thirty. 13 year old kids yeah, you know kids. what i mean they're like children and they're cursing so much and they're like i'm like the whole time i'm just like this is fucking glorious like that's one thing by the way that they did in this movie is children that, and then like 18 year olds right well because back in the day they they, they didn't want to have a lot of kids um acting because one they you know it, it was spotty how well their acting was but he didn't really care robert was like fuck it you know, he wanted to have real kids acting in this in these movies, in this movie in particular. And uh, he said that uh, kids, like the parents, would literally just drop their kids off to shoot. Yeah. Yeah. They're like, all right, we're dropping you off. And like the only parent that was there who became kind of like a den mother was Felissa Rose's mom, who is fucking hilarious, by the way. <laughs> uh, sure. I got some fun trivia on that here in a bit, but. I'm sure she is. Yeah. She said that she became like the den mother for all the kids. You know, there was some actors that were like SAG actors, I guess, that came. Pretty interesting stuff that happened on the set, by the way. Uh, trying to think. Uh, oh, there was another scene. And this is not like a favorite scene or anything. This is just a scene that I, I, I think of that really made me laugh is uh, there's kids sleeping outside. And one of the counselors is like, his name is Eddie. And uh, one of the kids is like, Eddie, I'm, I'm cold. Let's go back. He's like, God, oh, just go back to sleep, you know. And the kid's like, no, I'm cold, though, Eddie. It's really cold out here. They're like sleeping out in the middle of the woods. With no no tent. Yeah. Nothing. Just like fucking out there with their little sleep bags and so he decides to take back the two kids that are complaining about it and leave the rest there yeah, he leaves four little boys in the middle in of the, the middle fucking of the woods. woods like that is not a good idea no oh my god they're gonna wake up I mean, what are they gonna do when they wake up they're like what the fuck like, oh eddie's been murdered it's fine like <laughs> what the hell so but the funny thing is is he, he like when he comes back it was like that like that it reminded me of that scene when the in the star wars prequels and they were like not the younglings like, like their fucking bags are shredded and there's I love fucking that. blood I was like, and shit. This is, this is great. <laughs> Uh, it's fucking dark, but well, funny. Fuck those little shits. They were mean. <laughs> I don't really remember her showing them. Or, or They were the ones that were throwing sand on her after she got thrown in the water. Oh, that's right. That's why wow. she kills them. Yeah, oh, yeah, she's the killer. Sorry. Well, well no, no, we're in the spoiler okay, section. Yeah. But yeah, so. that's why she kills them. And I forgot about that, too. I was like, why did she kill those four little boys in the woods that were sleeping? And then I'm like, oh, yeah, because they're the ones that were throwing fucking sand on her after she got thrown in the water by bitch-ass Judy. Yeah, once she gets a taste of blood, you know, it's hard to wipe off. You know. <laughs> What's up with the camp leader, too, by the way? Mel? Oh, he's so gross. Dude, and like one of the girls is like into him. Meg. Yeah, like what? E-G. Yeah. Meg. <laughs> it's like, okay. Like, why would she be into a man that's like 70 years old? <laughs> Who knows? Like, I don't know. Like, he's not rich, girl. He's Age li- is a weird thing back then, you know, because you like look at like Jamie Lee Curtis at 18 and you're like, she does not look 18. Mm-mm. Well, like he might have been like 56. Right. You know what I mean? Like, and he looked like really... 76. Like 76 with some energy, you know what I mean? With some energy. <laughs> He's got some pep in his stuff. Yeah. <laughs> He's got some pepto. It's the Viagra. <laughs> 
Uh, but yeah, that that his whole thing was like all creepy. He's always trying to cover up for the, uh, you know, don't don't tell anybody what happened. People are dying everywhere because you know we gotta we gotta camp to run. Don't don't spread it. Yeah, I don't want to go bankrupt. Basically, it's funny though. I don't know. Before we get into just our top scenes, we kind of mentioned one anyway, uh, a couple anyway. But oh, we've been mentioned. Yeah, I was like, oh, I thought we were doing that and mixing stuff in. Well, this I kind of I forgot. I'm trying to do spoiler section now for all of our stuff to just kind of talk about it. Uh, but apparently, they had an audition at Columbia High School in Maplewood, New Jersey, and for the like entire school to audition for this movie and Rick the guy who played Ricky Jonathan Tiersten uh his friends dragged him into the principal's office like at the last minute to do it and he actually got the part out of everyone in the school nice so they were like his principal was like told his mother like he's a he's a natural and he he said he said he looked at his mom and he's like mom I need an agent <laughs> <laughs> and that was kind of funny I'd mentioned before, you know, Felissa was younger. She took a lot of, you know, stage acting, which her mother was a big part of. And uh, she was pretty much like almost like her manager almost and like tried to help her and like was really super fucking supportive of everything that she wanted to do. At the time when she was going to try out for this part, she did have an actual manager, uh, her agent, I guess you would say. And she was like trying to do either a commercial TV show called Rosie, she said, and this movie. And her mom didn't care about her being a serial killer either. They were like, well, she's going to be a serial killer. And she was like, oh, that's cool. That's great. Is she getting the lead? You know, like, fuck it. You know, like, <laughs> I don't care. You know? Yeah. I, th- I thought that was a cool, cool mom. You that know, is a cool mom. She said that, like, when they were younger, that her whole family was just very open about things and uh, understanding of things. So it just sounds like they were really cool. Um, Just slap that wiener on her. It's fine. (laughs) Right. Speaking (laughs) of which, by the way, funny story. The director and the producer, which was apparently uh, is now uh, Robert's wife. uh, They became married afterwards. Her name is Misty. They had to give Felissa's mom a call and about the end scene. And it was fucking hilarious to hear her mom talk about it. And they cut they cut Felissa in laughing with with the whole situation because I think they told her what what they said. So, but they they were like, you know, they had to call her about the end scene. You know, they had suggested putting a strap on on fucking on Felissa Rose, <laughs> who was thirteen years old. Jesus, and, and her mom was like, she was never going to put a strap on on so and she started laughing and you see felissa laughing like really loud uh it was the extras in the shout factory by the way guys but uh also speaking of dicks they had a lot of tough time trying to figure out what they were going to use for the end like yeah like ed uh the the practical effects guy he was like trying to figure out like how he was going to do this so he was like sculpting dicks that he might try to apply (laughs) and he said it it was like it was my dream job yeah he said it was very clear that people around me were like you know that's going on a child right yeah Uh, and so they were like okay we got to figure out a different way to do this giant dong yeah so it's you know they tried to make a face mask they they (laughs) kind of ended up putting a face mask a full face mask which you know ed did a really good job on the full body cast and so did he do on this one like i didn't even know that was a face mask at the end on Felissa? Yeah, at the oh. very, very end. Yeah. She does a scene where they, they, they covered her top, you know, mm-hmm. and she's screaming, but they did a face mask of her at that point, too, so I didn't even know that that was what that was. And then I guess they used some technique to clean it up to make it dirty around the the flaws or whatever, but uh, they used that instead, 
which she didn't really know what they were going to do, really. They just, she just knew that it was a serious, this was like the big moment in the movie. They had her act in like that scene for a little bit. And apparently the guy who actually did the scene with the dick was a college student who got paid a couple hundred dollars and they gave him some beer. And apparently he started crying before they did the scene. And uh, even Tiersten was like saying that he doesn't even believe that the guy ever came out saying that he was the dick. You know, like it was that shameful for him. Well, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I was like, wow, that's like kind of dark a little he, bit, you know? Just be a grower. It's fine. <laughs> Uh, was it that small? I wasn't really investigating it. No, I was. You bet your ass I was. I was <laughs> like, well, I, sh- I shouldn't say I totally was because it's still supposed to be on like a child. So, did you have a migraine? Were you? I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Disgusting. Just kidding. <laughs> Show yourself out. <Adam. laughs> this is my podcast now. <laughs> <laughs> Something I forgot to mention about the uh, the pedophile scene was that a lot of the actors didn't even know a lot of this material was in this, in the script and stuff. Like, they kept yeah. it way under wraps. That's smart. So, like, the kids didn't know. Like, nobody knew. Um, so, like, they had no clue that there was, like, homosexuality with the father and stuff and, like, all this other stuff. So they just kind of, like, put it in there to kind of be shocking because ultimately what, what fucking Robert uh, Hiltzik was trying to do was trying to make a fucking shocking ripoff of... As he said, Friday the 13th, <laughs> like that. So Friday the 13th was a, technically the ripoff that he was trying to make. Did you catch the fake mustache scene? Fake mustache. There was a guy who came, uh, a cop that came, yeah, and had a fake mustache on. Did you see that? I didn't notice his mustache. I remember the cop, but I didn't notice that his mustache was fake. Yeah, apparently he, everybody always remarks on it like, oh my God, that is like the worst the fake mustache mustache. ever. And I was like, me and Christine were making fun of it. We were laughing about it. I guess uh, the Robert, the director, actually says that uh, he gets asked that a lot. But what happened, guys, is that the actor had another role and he was supposed to come back and shoot and he had to shave off his mustache and he didn't know he was going to be needed back. Oh. So they put a fake one on there and he's like, apparently we did a bad job. So, (laughs) (laughs) but, uh... Another interesting little tidbit, and then we'll move on to our favorite scenes, is is that Felissa and Jonathan Tiersten, who played her brother, Ricky, they both had a crush on each other during the making of this movie. No. Yeah. So, you know, there, he was like, I think, 17. She was like 13 or something like that. They really liked each other. She said that they kissed a few times, you know, and uh, she was like, we, didn't, we were too, I was too young to do anything, you know, like, I wasn't into that, like... Like, it wasn't like that. But she was like, then some, like, like some fucking SAG uh, extras came on, these big, beautiful bimbo women, <laughs> and he started showing attention to them, and I got upset. And, you know, it caused, apparently, it caused a lot of friction on the set, enough that the director actually pulled them both into a room and locked the door and said, figure it out. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, like, it, it was actually, like, a legit, like, they were both upset with each other. So, but yeah, Jonathan was digging on some chick, you know, and she was like, what the fuck? Fuck that motherfucker. We were supposed to be forevers. No. <laughs> but yeah, I don't think it was just her. I think they were both mad at each other a little bit about yeah. something. 
So, but it, you know, they talk very uh, nice about each other in the extras, by the way. Like, they, they, they have very fond memories of each other. And it almost seems like they kind of like, it was like their first love. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, like their most memorable love. So, anyway. But, uh, so we already talked about some of our, not, not favorite scenes, but just scenes, standout scenes. Uh, we mentioned that Pito pulls the boiling potter on him. We mentioned the, the, the child getting run over by the boat. Uh, what else? What was one that you wanted to bring up? Oh, you mentioned the kid drowning too with the yeah, snake. Yeah, that one we talked about. We got to mention the, the curling iron pap smear. Oh yeah. We talked, we talked about someone else's death too. Um, that, that's always a standout one for me is when she kills Judy. Yeah. With the curling iron in the vagina, in the vagina, vagina, hot curling iron in the vagina, mind you. Right. That whole scene is just cool. Like leading up to it. And then it's not really revealing. It doesn't show anything. It's implied. It's all shadows. Yeah. It's, it's implied like that, 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 she does that anyways but she puts a pillow over judy's face and then she ends up shoving this hot curling iron up judy's vagina assumingly (laughs) and so she's basically like burning her internally while simultaneously suffocating her and all you see is her arms up straight in the air in the shadow on the wall and then her just like struggling and then she just dies and i'm like sweet i mean you get the idea where it's going but (laughs) they don't show it or anything yeah (laughs) (laughs) that's what christina called it that oh okay she called it a pap smear (laughs) it's not much different so pap smears are just as terrible is it yeah they like getting a curling iron shoved up your vagina hearing felissa rose talk about it she was just like yeah i didn't feel bad about being a serial killer or shoving a yeah shoving a curling iron up some girl's vagina you know she was like really into it. <laughs> Bitch deserved it. It's fine. I wouldn't feel bad either. Judy. Uh... Fuck Judy. <laughs> fuck Judy and fuck Meg. <laughs> I think the last thing we should talk about is just the ending and just kind of describe it. Yeah, there's other really dope kill scenes in this, by the way. Yeah, guys, there's creative ones. About, so make sure you watch it and keep an eye out for it. But yeah, the end. It's beautiful. Holy fucking shit. She reveals that she's cut off her semi-boyfriend who is her brother's best friend cuts cuts his fucking head off she's like ooh she tricks him lulls him into a sense of security um, and I guess drowns him is what she said but then she's like cutting his head off while sitting on the ground naked Mm -hmm. and then stands up and is like (laughs) while the fucking camp counselors are there and you see her with her mouth open in this face that we've been talking about. It's like, holy fuck, man. Like, that's like that just... enough was just like, what the hell? It's creepy, You know, dude. she like drops the kid's head and then she's just making this face. She's got blood all over her and she's just making this fucking face and she's like making this, yeah, this weird like animalistic noise. Feral. That's coming, feral noise that's coming from her and that alone is fucking weird. Like that scene and like her face and everything is just The so combination creepy. is like really creepy. And then the camera pans out. Yeah. And because then... the guy's like, it can't be. <laughs> Dude, you know, did you notice that the camp counselors were like doing double takes at the dick and then yeah. the face? <laughs> yeah, they're all up, down, up, down. It's like, like yeah. This shit was fucking crazy like 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 just literally like back and forth every time they were looking at her yeah and then they reveal but yeah i i don't know it's just really fucking creepy not just because there's a dick like that's the least of the problem the fucking problem is there's blood down the chest of this fucking uh guy girl body yeah yeah 
It's a little. It's a chick with a dick. Well, he didn't really choose to be a female. No, the, the, the mom aunt, made it. Yeah, the weird aunt made it happen aunt, because yeah. she already had a son and she always wanted a daughter, so she named her aunt, named him, which is the it's Peter. actually it's Peter, which is the son. So the son lived, but the daughter died in the lake that day and so she turned peter into angela because she already had a son and she always wanted a daughter so there that's what ends up happening and then they like back it up angela's a dude <laughs> psych like and she's bloody and she's killed everybody in this camp because she's angry but yeah and it ends so quick though christina was like that's it that's it yeah, yeah. she was like what wait what wait wait well why is he standing there with a dick and he's just like what happens to her and like you know so obviously i wish they would have reversed the reveal though like i wish they would have just shown her with the dick first and then shown the scene with the aunt explaining it and then kind of went back to backing out from the camera with the with her you know what i mean i think that would have been a little too much for the time and it would have had i I think it had a better impact this way because of the times back then right i'm sure there's a nobody was thinking that yeah i'm sure there was like a a reason behind like a method to their madness on that but for me personally i was like it would have been just so much better if it's just like she's a chick with a dick what the fuck and then they do this like cut into explaining it and then go back you know Brittany, i'm just getting really tired of you and the dicks like can we just like you know i feel like nope i just feel uncomfortable wieners (laughs) (laughs) fine (laughs) just gonna have to get over it what do you guys think of this movie obviously wondering what happened after that movie is inevitable and inevitably they were going to make a sequel and they did and britney did the the work on this one so i know they did it was so crazy like, we're gonna do this movie. I was like, there's a second one? <laughs> there's a fucking whole franchise. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, especially when I saw there was a whole franchise. I was like, what? I always remembered seeing the box set, uh, the DVD box set with the like white cover and it had the like Swiss Army fucking with the tennis like shoe on it. Yeah, and like well no no, not the tennis shoe. It was like it was just like smeared blood. Oh, yeah. And it yeah, had yeah, yeah, and yeah. apparently the, the so my buddy was telling me that the the cover or that box set is worth a lot of money with the fucking emblem because they had to remove it. So if you have a one of those limited edition copies of DVD, it could be worth a lot of fucking money, but you probably nice. already knew that. So the next movie we're going to talk about, Sleepaway Camp 2, Unhappy Campers, which oh. came out in 1988. Angela, supposedly reformed and living under an assumed surname, is working at a summer camp. However, when the campers start to misbehave, she soon reverts to her old ways when they start being not good girls. Not so good. Um, It was directed by Michael A. Simpson, who also directed Funland, which I haven't seen that movie in forever. By the oh way. yeah, yeah. And I want to rewatch it. It's actually pretty it. atmospheric and weird. I like that movie. Like, it's on. Uh, it's on Amazon Prime. By yeah, the way. it is. Yeah. I have it in my queue because I I went to look for it after I was writing this up because I was like, Funland. That's that. I one might movie. watch that. I want to watch. I it might again. watch it I, after I, this. I haven't seen it in so long, and it's a good one. Um, and then this other movie called Fast Food, which I hadn't heard of, but it sounds interesting, so I'm gonna watch that too. Um, and he also directed Sleepaway Camp Three. It was written by, there's two writer credits on this, but it was primarily done by Fritz Gordon, who wrote Sleepaway Camp 2 and 3, but it was based on the original idea by Robert Hiltzik, who who was responsible for Sleepaway Camp. Right, yeah. It stars Pamela Springsteen, who plays Angela. What a name. That's right. Unfortunately, we didn't get Felissa Rose back for this one, sadly. (laughs) She was in Fast Times at Ridgemont High. She played Dina. She was also in Fast Food. She's in Sleepaway Camp 3 and another movie called Reckless. Fun fact. Fun fact, by the way, you got to mention. What? 
She's the sister of Bruce Springsteen. Is she really? Yes. Holy shit. Yeah, I got, like caught, legit. Up, I got caught up on someone else in this movie that I didn't even think to like look into that. That's she crazy. used to go on tour with him, apparently, but uh, when she got older, because uh, she actually went to and became like a photographer. So. Oh, okay. That makes sense. Yeah. Thought it was interesting, though. I was like, wait, Springsteen? That's a pretty fucking iconic name, name you know? Yeah. It also stars... Renee Estevez, who plays Molly. She was Betty Finn in Heathers. She was also in a movie called Intruder, and she was a big major role on The West Wing. Nice. Fun fact for Intruder. her is she is the daughter of Martin Sheen, sister of Charlie Sheen, and sister of Emilio and Ramon yep. Estevez. Uh, it also has Brian Patrick Clark, who plays TC, who looks so incredibly familiar to me, but I can't place him on anything specific. He was in Exorcism. Killer Island, uh, which just came out actually this year, and he was on General Hospital, okay, and a bunch of other like soap stuff okay. and some TV stuff here and there. He's had a pretty extensive career. Um, it also had Valerie Hartman, who played Allie, who was in like one episode of Cheers and did a movie called Intimate Obsession and this, and that's it. Hmm. Last but not least was Walter Gotell, who plays Uncle John, who uh, his acting career spans back to like the 1940s. Resume is insane. He was in A View to Kill, Octopussy, which I'm going to mention every time somebody is in it. <laughs> These Are the Damned, which is a movie that sounds really interesting that I want to see, by the way. Uh, Puppet Master 3, but he's done some like horror TV bit stuff here and there. Probably like Tales from the Crypt, I think, was one of them. Yeah. Uh, what did you think of this movie, Alex? Because uh, I, I know we really like the first one, so I'm curious to see what your thoughts are for this. It's completely different, guys. Like, it's a completely different, it's like a tongue-in-cheek sort of uh, film. Yeah, it's its own You know, moment. like, it, it follows some a little bit of the similar kind of beats uh, to it. Uh, it, it you know, it's nothing like a group of kids, you know, coming to camp and getting killed, apparently, uh, that the combination just seems to work, you know, because it's like kids are kind of on their own on at camp and stuff. But, uh, you know, especially when these kids are like 30 year olds, uh, at least they look like it. Right. And the old kids are playing teens. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> like after the first movie, the whole big deal was that they use real kids. Right. And they wanted to kind of up it up a little bit and make it different. But I was really confused as to who the fuck the kids were and who the counselors were. Like it almost all look the it, same. It seemed like there was like forty fucking counselors and like ten kids. Like you know what I mean? Like I got really confused. But anyway, it's it's kind of in the category of the so bad it's good. It's not one of the best so bad it's good, but it definitely is one that you could pop on with some friends, eat some pizza, drink, have a laugh or two. Uh, nothing in this movie is really to be taken seriously, like at all. Uh, it's pretty silly, but they they have some pretty fun ideas. It almost feels like a fan film in a yeah, way. I don't know why, does. but she's back. You know, Angela's back, and she doesn't like bad campers because you know if you drink, you smoke, you fuck, you curse, fornicate. Yeah. Yeah, fornicate or show your boobies anywhere, you know. Uh, old Angela gonna get ya. She gonna get ya. She gonna get ya. You ever heard the story, Angela? And they tell this, like, half-assed story where, the, so where Angela keeps interrupting her while this girl's telling the story, by the way. <laughs> and that kill is so ridiculous. Oh, yeah. Uh, but so many In so many ways, like... Yeah, a lot of the kills in this movie are just ridiculous, but uh, you know some of the some of the weirdest kind of creative ways. You know, it's really funny, silly, kind of fun stuff. 
But uh, some of the weirdest ways that, okay, like, first of all, Angela's the killer again, obviously. This time she actually had, uh, they said that she had surgery to remove her. She had a sex change. Yeah, she had a sex change in the hospital where she got taken care of, which they would never do that. Uh, Like, but maybe it was for her therapy or something like that. That's how they play it. Yeah. But every time when she kills people in this movie, guys, because it's not a, like, whodunit this time, you know, she's just so jovial and and silly like the sweetest little like you know hey i'm cooking a cake you know yeah. like it's not like she has these lines that she could deliver like freddie would or like, like jason would yeah. or not jason <laughs> i know what you're trying to you know what i mean though. like those slapstick kind of chucky freddie moments uh where you can say stuff like that but she just delivers it like i'm gonna get you you know, like, <laughs> yeah, it's prime time, bitch. Not even like that. Not even like intonation whatsoever. Just like, it's prime time, bitch. Yeah. No, it's a drill. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I fucking, I laughed so fucking hard. I was like, what the hell? It's silly, but you know, like, I, I don't know. Like, I, she's so recognizable too. Like, uh, and, I, and I, and I looked at it and she was apparently on the facts of life, which, yeah. You know, I used to watch as a kid, like, <laughs> like so. I don't know. I guess it makes sense seeing that, but it's, it's a it's a silly movie to, to not be taken seriously. Definitely just a fun little silly film to kind of like watch. It's five years later from the movie, uh, where I don't know. Yeah, well, it's definitely way later. Oh, as she's older, but she's like thirty. Like thirty-five now. Yeah, I know, dude. I couldn't get past that. It made no sense to me. But like, you know, some of the kills in this are kind of they're like over the top silly, like just ridiculous, guys. Like, but for whatever reason, I forgive it a lot more than some other movies. Yeah, I don't know why. So many boobs too. Yeah, my God. There's not like just like literally this was a Skinamax movie just for the boobs yep. for the most part. Like and it's, it's a just Skinamax. Yeah. It's a it's a you know, sixteen year olds dream to watch it when it came out on Cinemax. So, so many boobs. It's funny though. Did Mouse like it or did you like yeah, it? Yeah, well like just to mirror off of what Mouse said when we were done. He looks at me and he's like, I like that way more than I should have. And I was like, I agree. <laughs> like, Fucking I was pig. Thoroughly, no, I was thoroughly, I think I, I think I like the boobs more than he did. Right? Mouse is a butt guy. <laughs> thoroughly fucking entertained from start to finish of this movie. So I, I don't know. I don't know why I fucking liked it. But I did. It was just so fucking ridiculous. But there's so many little bits of it that I was like, what the fuck? Like the jankity ass fucking like serial killers that she tries to like emulate her and two campers or oh whatever. my god I was like, holy shit like we're gonna get into that in a little honestly bit here, and, and and i don't think this is one of those movies that really ruins anything for you it's more just about watching it yeah no every, i think people should watch it because i liked it i thought it was funny it was just like it was just so fucking ridiculous <laughs> in so many different ways like it just it's so dumb and i'd love the two fucking sisters that are stoned all the time. Oh, yeah, yeah, I was yeah. so sad when they died as early as they did because they were hilarious. Yeah. And I was like, they look <laughs> like they're I can't wait high. till we talk about that scene, dude. They look like they're high. <laughs> they are. <laughs> like, Yeah, and they do that little, like, hand mannerism where they're like, they like, you know, like back in the day, we used to have all these handshakes and stupid shit. Yeah. When you're a kid, you have handshakes because that's the, it means you're part of something. So like they do this like handshake thing and then make fingers and then they bring it to a joint to their, like, like they're smoking a joint. Yeah. They're just, they're. They call them the shit sisters. The shit sister. No, it's Allie calls them the shit sisters yeah. and everybody like, I don't know. Because they're wasted as shit. 
Isn't well, their last they name. No, their last it's name. It's shoddy. Like, it's like shite or shot or something like that. S-H-O-T-E, she said. Like yeah. yeah. So I have a little bit of trivia on this so we can knock out real fast. Okay. Um, And then we can talk about some of our favorite standout scenes. Yeah. it's If you guys want to watch this movie, highly recommend just checking it out. If you watch the first one, you might as well watch the second yeah, one. Yeah, just fucking do it. And when you're finished the second one, you're probably going to be like me and want to watch the third one. I don't know anything past this. I, I've yeah, never I seen the second one, ever. Yeah, I hadn't seen it, so... I'm sure, like everybody, I was wondering whatever happened to Felissa Rose and why she wasn't in this one. Right. They supposedly did ask her to return as Angela, and she did a reading, but it didn't quite click with the comedic one-liners that they wanted Angela to deliver uh. in the sequels. She was also preparing to go to college at the time, so and I'm sure if she listens, she'll correct me if I'm wrong on my sources here, but... She was 18 at the time, yeah. Yeah, so, uh, you know, and... 17, 18. If it, so. just, if it didn't work for them, it didn't work for them, but I'm like, whatever, <laughs> it's fine. I would have liked to see her in it again, but that's okay. If you'll notice, all the characters in this movie have names like Sean, Allie, Molly, Mare, whatever, Demi, like... All these TC names that are that kind of ring a weird bell for that time frame. Okay, but they're all named after actors that are associated with quintessential 1980s film culture. Judd, a- uh, I wonder if it's Judd Apatow or yeah, I'm gonna get there. I think. Oh, uh, okay. Um, no, Judd Nelson, not Apatow. Demi Moore. Yeah. Yeah. So basically, predominantly members of the Brat Pack. So they have Molly for Molly Ringwald, Sean right. for Sean Penn, Allie for Allie Sheedy, TC for Tom Cruise, Uncle John for John Hughes. Rob Mare, Lowe? Mare for uh, Mare Winningham, Rob for Rob Lowe. Ah, I just want to guess them, that's all. I know, okay, so Demi. Demi Moore, obviously, yeah. Brooke Shields. Yep. Yeah. Leah. I don't know that one. Leah Thompson. Okay, Jody. that makes sense. Anthony... No, oh, Jody. Uh, Jody Foster? Yep. Yeah. Yeah, that's crazy, dude. Yeah. Um, I have Anthony. Anthony, I have no clue. Oh, wait. He would be the kid from uh, uh, Weird Science. Or yeah, that, Breakfast yeah. Club. Breakfast yeah. Club. Yeah, Anthony yeah. Anthony Michael Hall. Anthony Michael Hall, Judd, yeah. we guessed already. Judd Nelson. Um, well, it's Judd Nelson. I think he said Apatow. And then Charlie Sheen. Charlie Sheen. Phoebe. Phoebe Cates. Emilio. Estevez. Yeah, and then <laughs> Diane. <laughs> Diana. Uh, Diane? Diane. Diane word? No. <laughs> 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 Diane Lane. Ninja! Ninja! <laughs> they actually ended up, they shot this movie back to back at the very same location that they did Sleepaway 3. Oh, okay. At, yeah. Because, I mean, that came out in 1989. They shot it back to back. Okay, that makes sense. Because yeah. she's in it, too. She's in the third she's one. She's in the third one. Yeah. yeah. But, you know, this one came out in 1989. This came out in 88. The third one came out in 89. Both of them took six weeks to complete. Holy shit. <laughs> Which I'm like, that makes sense. Wow, no wonder it's so kind of like silly and ham-fisted. They didn't care. They're like, fuck it. Yeah. Um, that sex scene that's between Allie and Rob, like in the oh woods or whatever. My God. I think it's the one in the woods, not the one in the bathroom. That in the bathroom is ridiculous. So bad. It's so fucking bad. Um, it was actually Valerie, but for Rob, the actor Terry Hobbs was actually a minor when they were filming, so they had to use an extra gotcha. to play him. And then the decapitation of Sean was actually cut, like the full decapitation of Sean was cut in order to avoid getting an X rating for the movie, but it appears in the outtakes on the DVD. It, it is very apparent that they wanted to make a horror version of Meatballs, yeah. pretty much. That's what I get from it. They have an alternate version for that sex scene, too, um, where they shot it with her fully clothed. So just in case like the MPAA wasn't going to allow the fully like nude version. But they still have, you know, obviously they didn't run into a problem, so they kept the unclothed version where you can see her titties bouncing around the whole time. 
Mm. Um, do you want to guess the total body count for this movie? Mm, well, there's 40 people. Is there 40 fucking people? That's what they said in the beginning. They were like, there's 40 people here. That's what they said. There was 40, 40 kids. Two of them left. He was like, 38 to go. And she was like, actually, actually they kicked the two sisters home, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, or he, she kid. Oh, that's right. Because remember, there was like naked girls. That girl was like wearing no top when they all woke up. And, and like Angela's like, time to get up, ladies. Yeah. And then uh, and then the girl's topless and like the other girl's like staring at her. And she's like, what are you looking at? And then she stands up and Angela gives him gives her shit. She's like, look, we all know that your breasts are great. We all know. And we all agree, but can you please put on a top or something please like that? Nightgown to bed. Who's gonna see anyway? And then, and immediately after that, there's two kids outside. One the kid sta- sitting on the shoulders of the other kid with a Polaroid, and he said, "He's like the tip patrol. That's who." <laughs> that too. Oh my god! Fucking fantastic. Um, but the total body count overall is eighteen. 18. 18. Really? That's I was surprised by that too. I was like 18. It has to be more now than I'm that. I'm trying to go back and on screen kills. On screen. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. So we can talk about some of those tend out favorite scenes that we well, have. I, I can't wait to talk about. I it. have a few spoiler thoughts that I wanted to bring up before oh, okay. we get into that. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. When the boys raid the girls' camp, I, I guess they're having a panty raid. I guess that's what it is. <laughs> you know, does uh, that dude? Uh, does he yell "bangerang"? It sounded like he did. I know. I'm like, wait a second. The only time I've ever heard "bangerang" is in the fucking Peter fucking Peter Pan, Pan movie, yeah. the Pan movie. What it was our hook? hook. Yeah. He does, but I'm I'm not 100%. I was like, did he say that? And I, just, I didn't back it up. But It's also, it's okay. So it says, Battle Cry of the Lost Boys in yeah. the movie Hook, which we already named. Jamaican slang defined as hubbub, uproar, disorder, disturbance, and a general exclamation meant to signify approval of amazement. <laughs> Bangarang! Bangarang! <laughs> so this is like an old term, which would make sense that maybe they had Bangarang in the pan book or some shit. Shit? I don't fucking I don't know. know. Yeah, I don't fucking know either. <laughs> I don't know. I just I had just, to point I just that know out. It from Hook, I, so. and, and then the funny thing is, is like at, this is the point where they, the girls get the panty raid. They get kicked out by Angela, who they all think she's a big prude, and they tell her to get out because she's like, "You can't have fun," and she's like, "I'm not a prude." And then the girls sneak out at like three in the morning to go raid the boys' cabin, which is literally like. Next door. Like 50 feet away from yeah. the front door. <laughs> and they go over there and they say, jock straps. And they're like, yeah. And they're like holding the dudes down and like, <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, but I'm like, those are tiny girls. That one dude's huge. I'm like, he could literally just like get up. Like, there's no way they're actually holding that guy <laughs> it, down. Like, it's so forced. Yeah, it's just like they were like, let's get the scene done, guys. Just have fun. Let's do it. Yeah, it's so stupid. And then there's that scene where the, that we were talking about, the, the sex scene that you said that they replaced the people. Yeah. Um, it was her. It just wasn't the boy. That was an extremely awkward. You just see the bottoms of their legs, like their calves. You see their calves and they're like stumbling over each other. Like it's supposed to look like they're so passionate and so horny for each other. I think the sex scene that they're talking about was the one in the woods. Maybe. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. You don't see the. Yeah, you don't see his face. Yeah, until afterwards. Right. But yeah, because the one in the bathroom, like just stop and undress. 
for a second. Like, that is so fucking She gave weird. it her all there, though, didn't she? Yeah, she did. In the fucking woods one. But the bathroom one was just ridiculous to me because they're, yeah. like, stumbling over each other. It's like, it's like a five-minute scene, and it's just stumbling over each other, and it doesn't even look like they're having sex. They got their, both of them got their underwear on, and they're just moaning at each other, like, oh, 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 yeah, oh. Yeah, it's like dry humping. And then they go into the stall and fall down on the dirty-ass piss floor and are, like, rolling around in that shit. And I was like, ugh. And then she stands up on the toilet. Oh yeah, and she's he's like supposedly hide. like eating her out or whatever. Like that's what it's supposed to. Is look that what like. that was? Yeah. yeah. And he, it's total Skinamax thing. Like they do that all the time. I watched. I've seen my share of Skinamax porn. Yeah. Because I think it's hilarious. So next on uh, semi porn investigator. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> um, so they and she's banging herself back into the fucking walls, and I'm like, what are you doing? Why are you doing that? But, like, the whole, like, it's so painful to watch them lead up into that moment. Like, especially when she's trying to kick her jeans off. Because she's just, like, falling sideways. And it's, like, the weirdest angle of her body. And it looks like she's dead and he's dragging her into the stall. It's the weirdest shit. And I'm like, literally, stop for a fraction of a second and just take your fucking jeans off. Well, and then she... Like, what are you... What is happening? And that's when they, like, she they get interrupted and so she has to cover for him and then she ends up going back out in the woods and, and fucking banging him out there and he's, like, propped up against a log. <laughs> and it's so funny because, like, she's, like it's, it's like... it's like porn at that point in time. Like, it is, like, softcore porn almost. Like, <laughs> like not softcore. It's just silliness but she's it's, like max porn, she gave like, it like it, it sounded real in a way you know what i mean and like it, like you could tell it was like i like whenever i see scenes like that like my mind isn't like really into that moment it just think i just immediately think about the two people and having to act <laughs> it out fucking weird <laughs> like in, in, in any sex scene i'm just like wow this this is probably really awkward for them mm-hmm. that's what i think of because a lot of times it's awkward for me especially in like a movie theater i'm just like <laughs> This is fucking weird. I don't know. Like, I mean, I know that people like sex scenes. I'm just saying, like, for me, it's just not the same effect. No. I'd rather just go watch porn. I'm good without it. (laughs) Yeah, I'm like, I don't really... But but I guess if you're younger, you know, that's like really... Unless it's like an excellent fucking sex scene, like in Gone Girl, where she slits your throat and you bleed all over her, like, that's cool. Or like Fatal Attraction or some shit. Yeah, like shit like that, where shit pops off and people die and it gets crazy, like sweet you know <laughs> or like a machete comes down and i always thought to death like while i always fucking, thought that like, scene okay from showgirls was like well that, that was raunchy like, and kind of like really yeah well like jason always kills teens when they're having sex like that's like a sure no yeah, jason yeah, yeah, yeah. thing you but know? they're always like laughable like you know right. what i mean this one was a little bit more believable like you know like <laughs> i don't know like you know yeah, that's straight out that felt like it was like from porn it was weird <laughs> And uncomfortable, and I was, I was like, okay, let's move on from this. I'm like, she's gonna kill her because that'd be cool, and she doesn't. She just gets up and she's like, Meh, and like leaves. I'm like, damn. Well, should we do our scenes? Yeah. All right. Kick it off. Okay. Well, the the first one that I, that I mentioned kind of in the beginning, the girls telling the story about how who Angela was, and the, they were having this campfire. These kids snuck out, and they're like having a campfire in the middle of the night. And the girls, one of the girls, sneaks out to the guys' like campfire or whatever, and they all tell the stories of ghost stories and shit. And she tells the story of Angela. Well, Angela shows up, tells her to stop telling this shitty stories and and then they walk off together because she's not supposed to be mingling with the boys because they could all you know have sex or something <laughs> and uh she smacks her in the head with a fucking log and she just it doesn't even look like it hit her hard at all and, and then she, blood just like falls down the side of her head and she's like ow she grabs the wrong side of her head 
like afterwards, like when she like gets hit or whatever, like she grabs like at the wrong side of her head. I didn't head. even notice that. And I was like, what the fuck? That's pretty silly though. <laughs> like, it was so dumb. That's when I knew I was like, okay, I know what we're yeah, in we're for. In for yeah. It, yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, I'm ready then. What about you? Oh, when she cut her tongue out too. I'm oh, like, that's right. She cut her tongue out. I forgot about I that like, afterwards. What? Why even do that if you're not going to do it right? Like, first of all, if they cut someone's tongue out, like. It that was, shit's gonna bleed everywhere. And you don't not, see it cut either. It's just no, like, and it's it's super fake and and it's fine. Like and she just lays the tongue on the chick's chest, but the blood comes off camera on her hands onto her. Yeah, and it's like and then if you just cut someone's tongue out, they're It'd gonna be, be bleeding. profusely bleeding from their mouth. Right, and there's no blood. There's a little bit of blood like on her chin, but it's solid. It's not coming down her chin. It's like solid. Cause it came from like off camera, like onto her. It's so weird. So weird. Sorry, there's so many just, like, random, like, fuck-ups in this movie that, like, didn't get caught or fixed or they just didn't care. I don't know, but there's a lot of them. Yeah, no, there's, I... like, one glory gold scene in particular. Where I, I'm, I'm wondering like, if you're going to mention what your next scene is going to be. Is it going to be the... Go ahead. No, I'll, I won't say. No, just guess. No, I'm not no, guessing. No, guess. I want to know if you're in my brain. No, because I want to... If, if I guess it, I'm going to say it because I already know. One of the funniest scenes to me, and what I really understood just how ridiculous this movie was going to get. Oh, are you uh, talking about the porta potty scene? Is that no, what it is? but oh, that's okay, one of that's them. That's one of my favorites. Uh, there's the say no to drugs. She's like, oh. she burns the shit out of the the shit sisters, basically. Uh, she like one of them is like passed out on a log, while the other one's passed out on the ground kind of and just got out of having sex or whatever but Angela like finds them and she's like pissed at them but in like the nicest way possible like you're gonna be in trouble now and then next thing you know the girl's Uncle waking Joe's up gonna hear about this yeah one of the sisters is wakes up and she sees the charred black skeleton of her sister <laughs> and she's sitting on a fucking grill <laughs> it's so comical and then of course Angela's pouring gas all over him all over her she pours the alcohol on her and she pours gas on her and then and and then this comical fucking fucking black fucking charred skeleton is like kind of falling on her because it's so light like yeah. it's, you can tell it's fake it's glorious and she's like say no to drugs like <laughs> say no to drugs like that lights the match and the lat match burns out by the way before she actually drops it on her oh but they just cut to it you yeah know, it's like the match burns out in her hand and i'm like how you light that fire <laughs> stupid magic i always wonder like, i always think about that too when like they're when they're pouring gas on somebody because it's like such a like crazy scene and it's such an easy trick to do too yeah. you know like because you just pour water or fucking mm -hmm. tea on somebody and yeah. just change the color but mouse is like how does no one hear this i know like, it's not that far how away is no one hearing this at first i didn't even realize that it was at the abandoned cabin because they hadn't talked about the abandoned cabin yet so at first i was right. like is this literally like at the camp like and mouse is like how does no one know what's going on and i'm like i, I don't know She's well. She's burned two people alive. <laughs> I know. And they're just they're in the woods. That shit's that shit carries. It's, it's like it's a really weird combination. Yeah, I don't. It was. It's just great. It's fine. So which one care. are you thinking of now? Um. Well, I love the fucking porta potty scene. Oh, okay. Which is fantastic. Like I don't. It kind of like, made me gag a little bit. It was a little like, gross. Um. But so Allie, they like argue with each other briefly, and then. I don't know how she. I don't remember how she lures Allie up into the 
Oh, she leaves the note saying that it's the it's Sean, the guy that she likes. Right, she's tricking her. That's, After she gets done having sex with that guy that out guy, on the log. Yeah. 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 So she thinks it's Sean that leaves this note for her. So she goes to this abandoned cabin, right? And then she's trying to get into the abandoned cabin door, but it's locked. And as she turns around to leave, Angela jumps out of the fucking locked door and stabs her in the back with a screwdriver. A couple times, yeah. A couple times, and then she just, like, falls down, and then she ends up dragging her into the into the into what I thought was just a cabin, but it turns out to be a porter potty. Yeah. She's like, get in! And she's shoving her head inside the hole, and she's, like, asking her, what do you see down there? And you just, shit! Like, and she's like, basically explaining, like, this is what her life's going to be as a big pile of shit because she's a <laughs> shitty person or whatever the fuck she's getting at she's making a lot of shit puns which is like ridiculous but she somehow has this giant stick like wherever she finds this giant stick i don't know she's a, well it's a camp you know so that's her walking she pulls it stick. out of her butt like it's her walking stick. giant fucking stick you go and, hiking on the trails <laughs> and she starts hitting her with it and then she somehow shoves her into the giant porta potty outhouse outhouse actually yeah outhouse hole <laughs> she she shoves her in there and she's like you know what else is do you see what else is in there Allie do you see what else is leeches yeah. and I'm like uh, what the hell is going on I, <laughs> I don't know if that actually really happens but even still it was kind of gross she just continuously shoves this giant stick down into the hole to try and keep Allie in the hole and then Allie's head keeps popping out of it randomly and she's got leeches on her face and her hair's got shit in it and she just looks gross and smelly and then eventually she just like holds her down there with a stick and she dies assumingly yeah and i'm like what did i just watch dude <laughs> i have so many questions which which later they show that girl who died she's she's collecting them all and putting them in this cabin which is so great and she's got fake leeches all over her face and like everything looks really comical but she's like you know a little Susie home you know you know this is my house i mean i'm thinking about eating some peas what do you think yes like everything's like really like tongue-in-cheek silly um i knew that battery would come in handy yeah she like throws acid she gets it all over her hands that was yeah i was like really bitch like she throws a little coffee mug of battery acid all over tc's face that just kills him apparently like right away but she spills it all over her arm and her hand when she does it she even wipes her hands off in the sink like it's nothing and i'm like bitch you just um, okay <laughs> okay like that's a continuity issue that no one paid attention to oh i definitely did but i don't think the fine. movie cared and then enough it just continued with more of them right after that because yeah. i think tc's like corpse is on the ground like before she actually kills him like because there's like extra people in there <laughs> like before she's actually killed other people she killed a lot of people in that movie which is weird like yeah excuse me sorry i had to like itch my nose and that was kind of loud um anyways but yeah there's a lot of like there's a lot of deaths she kills a lot of people we're not going to talk about all of them because there's a lot of them i want to mention um, one though yeah go for it freddie there's a, there's a these two kids want to oh. scare angela because she's being such a prude oh yeah i'm sorry i totally forgot about the fucking dirty yeah. serial killers so so there's this what like two kids that are designing like this thing and she's kind of like carefully watching over their shoulders as they're like planning it so she can kill them and these two like little kids like one of them decides to go as jason and dress up like a with a hockey mask like a like a scuffed version of fucking jason it's like dollar store jason right and then and then the other one wants to go as freddy and by the way that freddy glove kill was so real that was, that was but they go out in the woods one kid loses his freddy glove 
that he's trying to scare Angela with, and he's like comically looking around on the ground with like baloney on his face. By yeah, the way. yeah, is that what it was? I don't know. It looked to me, it looked like it. I think it was tissue paper that was like red or something that he put on him, but it, uh, it looks like baloney in the end scene. Well, yeah. So he he's like the way he was looking around on the ground just made me laugh. I'm like, dude, that is. It's like my glasses. You could have you could have like lifted some leaves or something. Like you're like like looking for a contact, not a fucking mm-hmm. a huge ass glove, but. Any Anyway, he finds the glove on top of the log, and it's attached to Angela! Shocker. And she cuts his throat, like, with some weird twist. Like, it doesn't even look it's, like it, it cuts It doesn't him. make sense. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it just doesn't make sense. And then, and then she takes his face off after that and cuts his face off. They don't show it, but they take off his face, and then she goes to find the other kid who's playing Jason as Leatherface. Yeah, she somehow acquires a chainsaw. <laughs> Well, so they keep talking about him and talking about all the stuff missing in camp. So, yeah, yeah. yeah, that was so funny. Like one, I was one like watching her drill. Yeah, and she's just like, mm-hmm. yeah, she didn't even like, it didn't even. I was just like, it didn't even phase her. So it was fucking hilarious. But yeah, then she shows up as Leatherface. I fucking it was like, fucking terrible I was though. Piss my pants. It I was, was terrible so though. She just like comes up. Oh, was she Leatherface now? Like what the fuck? Like and, are you that, serious? And it's more than once. Yeah, oh yeah. Twice. And it's, and it's like... Yeah, that expands into another scene, too. And I'm like, bitch. She goes back to some campfire where the girls are, and she's sitting there, and, and they tackle her. I don't know. It's just silly. Angela. I mean... I don't know. This movie is like the more I think about it, it's really just kind of ridiculous. It is, but I fucking love it. It, it, it is care. kind of enjoyable in some weird way. We like care. it <laughs> gives you hope that you could make a horror movie. You oh, know what I, I mean? know I can. If this if this happened, I can totally do it. <laughs> There's one more scene that I really liked when Angela like leaves the camp after she gets fired or whatever. Like what? Are the, she's killed everybody or something at this point, and she leaves the camp, and you just see like she's somehow got like some hitchhiker some chick in a truck like picks her up or whatever oh yeah dude that i was like oh my god that lady's conversations like oh she's like thanks for the ride she's like no skin off my tits and i was like oh my god that is gold (laughs) she's just like i can't stand her and then all of a sudden they're stopped at this like train as this train's passing and then she just stabs her to death and takes the truck and i was like that's amazing like and then and then the very end spoiler 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 which you're not really missing anything no the great the ending of course the one girl oh, who got away yeah. yeah she she fell off the cliff and she was supposed to die and she was like she almost got away if it's any consolation anyway la 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 and travels off and, and she gets, goes and kills everybody yeah, she yeah. Kills, yeah but then the funny thing is is that she she tries to get help and then she goes to the window and you could clearly see it's angela by the way oh yeah it's not hidden. wearing a fucking cowboy hat and of course she goes to the window and molly's like yeah like howdy partner like that Literally. not even like howdy, howdy partner yeah and then the camera just like zooms in on molly's face all weird for a second and then roll credits yeah i'm like what it's kind of a terrible movie but it's also kind of terribly awesome it's terribly awesome like i was just like i loved it yeah you're not gonna i shouldn't have loved it but i loved it so much i'm getting vibes of like the howling franchise here a little bit this is better yeah oh what i like part two oh better than this okay well overall i feel like i like the first two for howling and then i'm like it feels it feels very homemade which i admire in some respects but if I had to pick between the two, I would pick Howling 2 over this one. I wouldn't. But, but it's still like in that, ba- so bad it's good, so it's up to interpretation or whatever you experience it with, whoever you're with. Right. So it's one of those, but 
But yeah, what do you guys think? Have you seen this one? Do you like this one? Do you actually prefer this one? I mean, there's people out there. It just doesn't surprise me anymore, you know? There's crazy people in the world that would be like, oh, yeah, number two over number one. You're insane, but okay. <laughs> the worst one is the best one. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know. I haven't, haven't seen three yet. Yeah, I haven't seen three, four, or The yeah. Return. So We, haven't, we you... haven't continued on this journey, oh, so we don't really know where it goes. Do we need to? <laughs> I feel like I think we do. I really want to see the Teenage Wasteland one, mainly because I like the name of it. Yeah, wasn't that a song? Yeah. Yeah, Teenage Wasteland. I can't remember. It's some 80s track, right? Yeah, it's the fucking Who. We just looked it up, by the way, guys. <laughs> <laughs> but guys, I hope you enjoyed this, and uh, we would love to hear from you guys, as always, you know, in the comment section of wherever we post this. You can post it on our website. Just love to hear from you guys. Uh, did you enjoy these movies? Have you seen these movies? We'll be, of course, trying to be better about letting you know what movies we're watching each week, but next week, we will not be here. So we will not be here next week. It'll be our one week vacation. We will return here on the 12th, guys. But anyway, guys, we hope you have a very safe and fun and spooky Halloween. And uh, we'll see you in a couple of weeks. And as always, stay safe and stay weird, monsters. Tune in every Monday for a brand new